My name is Kathy. I'm Ashley. And I'm La. And welcome to another mini episode of the Better Than Seven Sons podcast. So growing up, my parents were pretty resourceful and frugal. Um, One of the examples I think of is when we first moved into the house that we were in right now, there was a bar, like a bar set up in our basement. And what my dad ended up doing was he took the counter of the bar and then he made it into a shelf and he put that in our garage. And so instead of like going to the store and buying like those nice storage shelves, for us to like use, he actually just took that that countertop and he created like shelves for my for my mom to put all her like cooking stuff on in the garage. So, what are some examples that you guys could think of that like your parents or your family did growing up? From my family, really similar to yours too, Kathy. My dad built a lot of things. He was a builder, and so he built all of our furniture. Like mm. my parents couldn't afford furniture so he built everything all of our furniture was made out of like wood and plywood and stuff and uh like our dining table was he made he made couches for us and it was all wood and then he would buy like cushions for it and then our beds were made out of wood like we didn't sleep on mattresses we had like you know wooden beds Uh, with like maybe a little padding and pillows and blankets like that's what we slept on for the longest time and then he would make like these really short stools that we would sit on so he made all of our furniture and it was actually really embarrassing like I never wanted to invite friends over because it didn't look like you know normal furniture and so I do remember this one this one guy I don't know how he was related to us um but he was just this like older white guy and he was over at, her ho- at our house and he was looking at our furniture and he's like, oh, I've never like seen this before. And I was like, as a kid, I was like, I felt really embarrassed because I was like, I didn't know how to react or ex- or respond to that, I think. So, yeah. Mm, wow. That's so cool. My dad makes a lot, like he still to this day makes a lot of like mini stools for mm-hmm. like all the, all the like nieces and nephews. Hmm. Yeah, and he actually, more recently, he made like a picnic table, like a mini picnic table for, for the nieces and nephews because they took down one of the, like, our patio fence in the backyard. And so he had, like, wood that we've, like, been using for multiple things, and he just created, like, a mini picnic table. Um, similar to y'all guys, my grandpa he's a builder um he actually built his own greenhouse that he attached to his house but i think the most like inventive thing i've seen him do and like build was he built um he built two things he built a shed outside of the greenhouse and he built another room inside the greenhouse where he basically so my grandparents like grow flowers um, for like uh, farmers market and stuff, and so, um, so you you want like a cooler, but you don't you know buying like a like a large cooler is not like, and where they're gonna store it, and it's really fancy and whatnot. So, what my grandpa did is he like insulated this sh- the shed in that room, and then he put like a certain type of uh, metal thing, and then he put an AC in there, and he basically like created his own cooler. <laughs> And so they store oh. all their flowers there and it's like dark so you don't like 
you actually don't want like flowers and light or anything i was like mm-hmm. wow this is actually a really cool like legit idea <laughs> and i wonder where he got that from or if it was inspired by anyone but i was like okay grandpa <laughs> and then my other story is so um i i've actually never bought my own car before um and not in high school or anything but my grandpa uh gave me his car uh and so it was a honda civic it was teal with the black hood <laughs> and like it was loud and so uh, one day so this is something i was really impressed by with my grandpa but one day i was going to work and at this time i was living in a small town with my grandparents and um i was going to work at mcdonald's and so it's in like the next town over so i was driving but all of a sudden i heard something like drop and i was on like the the main highway i was like this doesn't sound good but i was already at the exit so i pulled over and i look and then the part of the exhaust like fell off and i called my mom i was like uh the exhaust fell off and she's like oh your grandpa tied it up with the red string <laughs> and I'm like you know like the, the red string that all the people use i was like did he he did that <laughs> she probably get that welded like why why <laughs> But I was also very impressed because I wondered how long that word tried actually held it up. <laughs> but yes, that, that's, those are my stories. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, my dad literally made, like, everything in our house. You know, like, coat hangers and stuff. But, mm. like, something else, if I remember correctly, I think he would take rice bags. So, like, not, like, the plasticky kind, but, like, the one that was, like, a bit more like a fabric. Mm-hmm. And he would... I'm pretty sure, like, if I remember this correctly, I think he would stuff those and make pillows out out of them, like with foam or something. And so he would have like a big block because he liked he liked big pillows. Um, Mm. Yeah, and then like I think like later on too, like I've seen him, he was so handles onto his pillows. (laughs) That's so smart. (laughs) Yeah, because it was just like this block of foam that was like sewed into i don't know a rice bag or something <laughs> and then mm. and then there's like a handle on the side i was like i remember seeing it once and just kind of cracking up about it yeah i mean my dad like he he built stuff and then he was so stuffed too like he would patch up his clothes i mean if we think about it it makes sense though right like as a people who lived in jungles right like they had to learn how to make their own houses and like make their own furniture and so it makes Mm -hmm. sense that like being here they would still do that because that's what they know Mm -hmm. like I always thought because you know my dad now think of it like even in our old house and in our new house he would take a room and he would like create a wall to divide the room so that we would have like two rooms out of one Mm -hmm. you know and he's constantly again like instead of buying shelves he would just like make his own and I just keep thinking, like, wow, like, he could totally be an architect. He could have gone to school and just think of so many different ways to create and design different structures and buildings and ways to, like, contribute to the community, which makes me sad. But then it just makes me like, man, our parents are like hella cool because <laughs> like you know i also think like you know when we go camping and I, when my grandma was still alive too like especially my grandma right like they would just 
like when we were cooking and if we forgot something like a utensil or like a plate or whatever they would go and get the leaves and they would just like start making their own thing and then Mm -hmm. like we would be able to use it for cooking or use it for like whatever we needed you know and so I think it's because they had to learn and they had to they had to figure it out yeah I have wondered what or who my dad could become or what kind of profession he would have if he was educated more than, I don't know, whatever education he received. Yeah, just because he was just really good with his hands, building things. Um, Like I I thought like, oh, maybe he could be like an engineer or something. Or Mm. if he was, um, I don't know, some sort of craftsman or something. So yeah, I totally feel like my, I totally feel like my uh, grandfather could have been like an inventor. <laughs> mm. I think he'd be really good at it. Oh, I, that reminds me of diff- another story. Um, this was back when my grandparents um, were overseas, so they're in a Southeast Asian country, and so they were in the woods, and they couldn't. So my grandfather was um, he was teaching pastors, he was training pastors, and he couldn't like br- they couldn't bring material with them, um, like Bibles and stuff. And so what my what my grandparents did was pretty like it was really inventive so they took a cloth and they like wrote all their like in images and drew like their teaching points in their stories mm. and then they made it into a skirt that my grandma would wear so that if they got caught they wouldn't be caught with anything so wow. i was like wow and they were really proud of it and when they're telling us i'm like wow this is so interesting <laughs> And I was just very impressed. <laughs> so like it was a skirt and then on the inside, so then my grandma would take it off and it would kind of be like a little like a poster kind of thing. I was like, wow, that's that's pretty legit. <laughs> wow. Do they still have it? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do. Um yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. Wow. I'm kinda in awe right now. <laughs> Okay, I just, I remember another story about my dad. For Halloween, he wanted to, I guess, try to put something on our lawn. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) so I think he was trying to create a scarecrow. But obviously, my dad's like a carpenter. So he created some person silhouette thing out of wood. (laughs) And like staked it onto our lawn. In the front, and I remember it being so embarrassing because we were kids at the time, and like our friends, you know, kids we went to school with lived around us. Mm. It definitely mm. caught the attention of people like going by. I think now that I think about it, it's funny, but it was definitely like a really embarrassing season. Mm. <laughs> but I think like now that I think about it, I appreciate my dad trying to participate in an American holiday or like maybe mm. just trying maybe his attention was trying to make something for us and we definitely didn't appreciate it then I mean I I think that's just you know as you get older I'm finding myself thinking that and feeling that about a lot of things about my parents you know and I feel like you know we we've been having conversations regarding work regarding um restoration and I've been talking with a couple of people about just gardening and plants and I mean, I think that that's true for all the things that our parents or grandparents have done, right? Like growing up, I remember my mom would garden all the time and she still does. And I remember specifically when I was a little kid, I enjoyed it because we got to be outside and we got to run around. 
Um, and it was fun to help my mom. But as I got into my teens, like I just, it just seemed like a lot of work and I wanted things to be easy. And so I think that like I was frustrated because my mom worked so hard and she was also tired. But then I was like, well, why garden so much when you can just go to the store? You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I remember specifically arguing with my mom about like, I'll just I'll just go make a lot of money and go buy as much food as I can. Like, why would I need a garden? You know, and now I just I feel very foolish because they get it. You know, not only do they understand caring for the land and like working the land and like working for the things that you need, but they just it's also organic <laughs> you know like it's good for you <laughs> so I just yeah like similarly I, I feel like even more so lately I've been just lamenting all the ways that I've like I've bought into all the ways of white supremacy and capitalism and realizing wow like my parents always knew they always knew yeah, I remember asking my mom that too, that question about gardening. Like, why do you garden so much? Because my mom always, yeah, she did a lot. She would always buy extra gardening plots to like do more. And her response was always like, so we'll have food to eat. Yeah. And I'm like, we could survive a winter without gardening. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, it's like we could go to the store. That's what's there for, for us to go buy food. But, yeah. um, we, you know, we get so much food from gardening, so... Oh, no, like just to go off of that, like one of the things I've been thinking about. So we've had conversations about this, but generational wealth. And so because my grandparents are getting older. And so when I when I talk about grandparents, they are like where my humongness comes from in some ways. And so I've been thinking about generational wealth a lot and land is super important for Hmong families and so like it's funny because my grandparents bought land and like they're talking about like their grandchildren like, oh yeah and when we pass away you could have this land I'm like what am I gonna do with a bunch of land <laughs> like <laughs> not where I live but for them it was like it's super important to them like they want to be able to mm. give something off to like grandkids and then their their kids too and so it's kind of like it's really interesting for me to like oh like I should probably be receiving it that way instead of like what am I supposed to do with this land (laughs) like random plot of land that's gonna be divided amongst us and so that's one thing one of the things I've been thinking about because you know when you think of like generational inheritance and whatnot like it's not like my first choice but like when I when I try to step into my grandparents story and how much land actually means to them like oh like that's actually very I don't know, it's just very, it's a lot more meaningful and significant. And so that's kind of random, but like that just reminded me of that. No, that's real. I mean, I think for me and my siblings, that's something that we want to do for my parents before they pass. And I'm still trying to work out that, that in my mind because it's like they, you know, they are getting older, but it's like because we, we are people that don't, don't have a country I think land is very important to them and I think they've worked so hard to just try to like have something to pass on but they don't and so like my I we every year I feel like my siblings we constantly talk about like can we is this the year that we can like try to like gather our money and invest in land so that mom and dad could have something and also just like a little farm or something you know because 
my dad loves raising chickens and that was his way of like mental health as well. And so it's like a stress reliever, you know, and then they could also raise animals and like that they'll just, you know, be able to live. Um, Cause growing up, we, we also went to the farm to kill pig and that would be enough for half a year or a full year. And I am kind of traumatized by going with my parents <laughs> to go see it slaughter and then to go like clean the pig. And, but now I get it. Cause it's, again, it's organic. They're supporting small farms. We were related to the people that own the farm and yeah. What you said about your dad raising chickens and how it was probably good for him for like his mental health. And it just made me, it made me sad to think about all the things our parents did while we were growing up that we were probably like ashamed of or embarrassed about and would tell them not to do it. But that was probably what they needed to cope with like mm-hmm. their trauma. Dang, you're yeah, going to no, make that's me cry. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's real because like when i th- when i look at my grandparents they're, they're getting old i'm like why are you guys still gardening <laughs> um and it's like oh uh, but i think like like what you said that's what they know and i think it's actually really good for their mental health like mm-hmm. i my i'm really confident my grandma talks to the chickens uh and probably yells at the chickens and like um and she really enjoys deciding what flowers she wants to grow and like I think they actually really enjoy it. It's a lot of work, but they genuinely love it. So, <laughs> This one time, my dad, um, he brought home a chicken. And he brought the chicken home because from the farm because its head was, like, cut open. And so he stitched it. He, like, he stitched it back with, like, string and stuff like that. And he kept it in the house. And I remember I was making spaghetti uh, for my sister when she came, you know, for her when she came home from work. And I remember thinking, this chicken better not fly onto my spaghetti by the table. And I was like yelling at my dad, I'm like, it better not fly onto the table. And it did. And it ruined the sauce and the noodles and everything. And I was so pissed. And um, because I'm like, I told you that was going to happen, dad. And then I remember him genuinely being sorry. Like it was like Mm -hmm. one of the first times he's ever apologized to me. And then he even like tried to like salvage the spaghetti. And then he said like, I'll eat it. Like, don't throw it away. I'll eat it, you know. And I remember feeling so pissed, but then also feeling like, wow, this is the first time he's ever apologized. Mm -hmm like genuinely and I didn't know what to do with it. Wow. Man, this this got <laughs> this got deep. <laughs> this got really deep. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoy your time with us, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. To stay up to date, follow us on Instagram at BTSS Podcast. See you in our next episode.